You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Big concert coming to Goodwill Church on November 9th, 2023. It's called Where the Joy Is. We are messengers, Michael Cochran and company, Ben Fuller. Big concert on the way. Got to talk to Darren Mulligan of We Are Messengers. Well, it's good morning. This is Joe. Welcome to the Sound of Life, Darren. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? I, I want to commend you and give you some kind of medal of honor that I don't really have, but I, if I had one, I'd give it to you for being in California calling so early. Did you have breakfast? <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't have breakfast yet, um, but I had a fish and chips last night around 11 o'clock, so <laughs> I'm still safe. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. Now, I did not, you know, it wasn't my fault, but Deborah Aitken said, can you do it? I said, sure. I said, Darren will do it. Nah, I appreciate no, it. It's, it's actually perfect for me because I'm in a studio just writing, so I start around 10 o'clock, so this is, this is perfect. Wow. Thank you, Joe. You're certainly welcome. How's your throat doing? I guess a couple of weeks ago you were having a little, you're getting well, sung out. So. Yeah, it was yeah, no, I was getting tired a couple of weeks, and now I feel awful lot better, yeah. No, so it, it kind of takes you a while. Like, we're about 20 shows in, wow. and you kind of get into a rhythm, and your body gets used to it. And so for that first week or so, it's always a challenge. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been it's been great. It's held up rightly. Wow. Man, I'm we... like a fine wine. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm like a fine wine or maybe an aging pint of Guinness. <laughs> there you go. You're starting to look like a fine wine, but I won't say anything about the beard. Everybody must be asking you about your beard. They're like, okay, what's up with that? Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Listen, I, I started growing it a couple of years ago, and I realized, oh, this looks better because I've got a very pointy chin, so this hides it. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. I didn't know if that was a... it's, just, it's just, I don't know. There's something about, you know, when you start losing your hair, you realize you have to have hair somewhere on your face so that you look like an egg. So there you go. The beard worked out well. You know, I'm going through that myself. My wife doesn't like the facial hair, though, at all. I tried that over vacation. And, and just she said, no, shave it off. So I'm stuck. So I just look like an egg. So count your blessings. I guess that's why I'm on the radio. See, you're out there in the public. you got to look good. And you do look good. No, there's, there's nothing wrong with looking like an egg. <laughs> well... I uh, was raised in North Carolina, Darren, so I have to ask you, uh, you know, how's Heidi and the kids? you got three kids, right? I four kids, actually. Um, I knew that. Them, <laughs> well, nah, no, it's okay, man. No, one of them was born here in America. So we have, well, there are three U.S. citizens in our family now because Heidi and I made our citizenship last week. Oh, I meant to congratulate you on that. Yes, congratulations. Oh, you, no, you're, thank you. No, it's, um, so you have River, our youngest. And then uh, I have three boys and a wee girl, so four kids. So we've we've made a good old family, a good big family, and I, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Now you guys live around Nashville somewhere, right in Tennessee? Yeah, well, we have been living in Tennessee, and um, we we recently moved back home to Ireland. So right now I'm commuting back and forth to Ireland. But when I'm on a tour like this, you know, this tour is you know 39 cities, so this has taken me the guts of, of two months. So the majority of that is spent in America. So like on my off days today, for example, I'm out writing. So yeah, just trying to trying to do the best I can to honor God, honor my family. And, and once this tour is finished, then we take a good block of time off. Wow. We, that is uh, pretty big. Wow. That's, yeah. What brought that on? Well, the move. Um, I think, you know, at the core of it was, um, I wanted my kids to grow up around family. Um, 
and I wanted them to grow up out in the woods in Ireland. Just you know, at times, you know, living in a, in a state like Tennessee and America's been so good to us, but there's always this pressure to be something, or mm. to, you know, to become something, or to I don't know, be the next big thing or whatever. And I didn't grow up with that pressure, and I didn't want my kids growing up with it. I wanted them to grow up playing in the woods, exploring, you know, playing out in the mud, (laughs) talking with their grandmother and grandfather, and just really knowing who they are. There's time enough for taking over the world. I don't think you have to do it when you're 11 years old. Wow. we. I I will say, you know, we met Heidi. Uh, Believe it or not, that was a great pleasure. And she is... As you would be quick to say, of course, you know, every, every husband says that about their wife, but I mean, it is really true. You've really got something very special there and you know that, but I just wanted to reaffirm that for you. Heidi's very special. So I hope she's doing well. She is doing well. Yeah. You know, it's challenging when I'm gone, Um, especially when we just move country again. So we have our, we have our arguments on the phone every now and then, (laughs) but for the most part, she, she's a legend. You know, she could make home, you know, on Mars if we had to. So she's doing fantastic. Well, uh, something happened that probably nobody knows about. Uh, maybe a few people do, but you were at Word of Life uh, up in the Adirondacks. And this is years ago, and you probably don't even remember, yeah. but Heidi was pregnant. And I remember that night, you know, she called, and she had gotten word that the insurance wasn't going to pay for anything or something like that. And, you and you know, it was yeah. just kind of like a meltdown she was having. And here you are, way upstate New York, and she's in Tennessee, yeah. and, uh, you know, and... I said, boy, this is this is what you have to this is what you have to deal with, you know. I mean, you're you're real, it's, you know. <laughs> Songs yeah, come I'm out not, of that, I know, guess. I, I do remember that night, um, but at, at every point on the journey where where chaos like that has erupted, or where we haven't been able to make ends meet to continue doing what God asks us to do, you know, God has made a way. There's been a way. It's been people have come along to help, or He just give us the perseverance to keep going and. It is amazing to be, have been doing this now for almost nine years in America, and just watching the faithfulness of God. You know, I think this tour is a massive, massive, um, just kind of monument to the goodness of God and we are messengers' life. You know, we're going out night after night, and these rooms are packed. Mm. And they're not packed with people because they heard a song one time. They're packed because they've been walking with us for seven, eight, nine years, and we've built up a friendship with our audience. It's not some weird, we think of them as fans. I hate that word. They're not our fans. They're our friends and encouragers. You know, they're just messy sinners being transformed into saints by the goodness of God, just like me and the boys. And so, yeah, at every step it's been hard, but at every step it's been beautiful. Wow. Well, I think you're walking in the steps of the Apostle Paul with the calamities that you've had. I was just thinking about, (laughs) I forgot all about the bus catching on fire that time right yeah. that was your bus and then yeah, one time you were going to the airport on and you got on that tennessee ice and <laughs> rolled the truck oh wow man oh man yeah, yeah no i've had i've had my first share of uh, near-death experiences out here in america doing this and um, i'm, I'm kind of hoping that that's the end of those and, me too uh, the, the lord lets me have some fame feeling um but again even in those joe you know when you look back and you live long enough, you see the goodness of God in all of it. You see what he's doing by allowing that to happen. You see, we live in a culture where we try to avoid suffering. Yeah. But there's no avoiding suffering as a follower of Jesus. What, what you have to consider it is a great joy when you suffer because you're sharing in the suffering of Jesus. 
And we can't share in the joy of Jesus without sharing in the, in the suffering. You know, it's all a really beautiful puzzle that he's putting together. So our loss and our grief and our heartache and our disappointment, if we would endure and keep going, God eventually lets us see how he has turned all those things for our good and his glory. And it, it always ends up in joy. If you can hold on long enough and keep going, stay with Jesus, it always ends up joy. Wow, that's profound there, I tell you. I know you said we don't think of having fun as a worshipful thing. And, of course, I'm in a fun business. You know, I try to keep it fun. <laughs> so, yes. That's good. Yes, dude. Mate, it's, it's exactly what this tour is about. Every night has just been bonkers. It has been, <laughs> you know, there's incredible artists that you have, Ben Fuller and Cochran and Company. Incredible yeah. stories, incredible songs. Um, our part of the night, all we're focused on is being a big old joy party. So we're playing rock and roll songs and anthems. You know, when people buy a ticket to the show, they're paying for rock and roll, for music. But Jesus is free. He's always free. You don't need to come to our concert to experience Jesus. But he turns up because he's good like that. But on the night, we want you singing. We want you dancing. We want you shouting. We want you getting healed. We want you finding hope. Um, and that's what's been happening in every single city. And, mate, if ever we needed joy, it has to be now. Woo. Like, if you look at the news, it makes you feel like the whole world, uh, you know, to use the expression, is going to hell in a handbag. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, the church, the body, is not going to hell in a handbasket. The church, the body, is well. All is well with our souls. And so instead of acting like we're at a funeral when we're in the presence of God, we want to act like we're at a feast. Because God is good news. It isn't mediocre news. It's not melancholic news. He is good news. And we're going to celebrate it like that. Wow. I'm glad you went into music because you could easily go into giving a message, <laughs> which you do in your <laughs> concerts. I, I tell people, I said, you know, one thing about we are messengers, uh, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, it will be a powerful <laughs> event. You will remember. That's, that, that's what happens. You're, it's amazing. No, we we have a set, a uh, rough set list, and we have a, a rough, rough kind of game plan. But we leave lots of room. Like, you know, we leave room for people. In the audience, we want to we want to see where the audience is going and what they need, and we can, you know, we can change up our plans, you know, on a sixpence, just to make sure it's what they need. But more importantly, we're always open to Holy Spirit and what He wants to do and what He wants to say. And but again, the theme of what God has been saying at these nights is this idea that hey, you're broken, I'm broken, we're messy, you're messy, but. God is rich in mercy. And because of His great love, we've been made alive. And we've been made alive not to mourn or complain over what Jesus has done, but to celebrate what He has done. You know, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. These shows have been comforting. Blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they will see the kingdom of heaven. And we really hope that these shows give people a little glimpse into the joy that they will see and find in the kingdom. I think you're right about that. Absolutely. Darren, man, I appreciate that. I, I What's something about Darren that uh, you wish people knew that they just don't seem to know? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You're full of joy. I don't want anyone to know, but uh, <laughs> I suppose people wouldn't know that I'm, I'm an avid tennis player. I'm really? A pretty decent tennis player, yeah, for for a man that's five foot seven. So <laughs> it's worked out well. Um, what else did I not know? I know one of the fun- one of the funniest things that ever happened. You were on a tour bus years ago, and somebody had cheese in a can. <laughs> Who was that? Oh yeah. You said, "Oh, yeah, I couldn't Zach- believe it." Yeah, Zach Williams pulled out a can of um, <laughs> what is it, cheese whiz? Yeah. Oh, and it was like the grossest thing I've ever come out of a can. What is that? You know? Oh, dude, I still wonder what that was. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, one other thing that they wouldn't know about me is that one of my first jobs was catching chickens. Uh, and, and I did that for seven or eight years, actually. So I'll tell you more about that when I see you. Catching chickens. <laughs> was that a real job? Or was that... That sounds it's like... A re- it's a real job, dude. It's real messy. It's <laughs> that, real poopy. That sounds like one of Wally's prank things when you're uh, on the air with It's you. awful, dude. Awful. <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, you know what? You do an awful job like that, and then you really appreciate it, don't you? You appreciate just about uh, every day. <laughs> oh, you do. Like, I, I genuinely get to do something I love. And I I don't know a lot of people that get to do something they love. And so I never take the audience for granted. I never take you guys for granted. Like, I'm only here because we've been loved well by other people who've given us a chance. You know, who've supported us, who've played our songs, who've bought records and bought t-shirts and bought concert tickets. And, you know, that hasn't just put food on my table. It's put food on all of my production team and bus drivers and management and everyone who's involved. Like, it really has taken care of many, many families. And it has allowed us to love people well. So never take it for granted. Oof. Now, how can we pray for you guys? Yeah, just pray that we keep that sense of stamina going throughout the tour. Um, pray that... Um, our bosses hold up. We, we get protection on that. Pray that we discipline men and women. Um, yeah, and just pray that. Pray that on the nights, people would remember that it's not Sunday morning. It's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And you don't have to um, act like anything. You can come as you are and trust that Jesus loves you too much to leave you that way. Wow. Loving that. You are very blessed to be on, uh, I would say, you know, with Michael and Ben. Ooh, wow. We. Yeah. Great lineup. Absolutely. I I really believe in the message we've been getting flooding in. I think it is the best concert you will see this year. Not because it's like we've got lasers, but it's just because you've got men and women who are exactly the same backstage as they are on stage. The joy we have backstage is overflowing on stage. And that in turn... It's feeding into the audience. So, yeah. Yeah, come on out. The, I think I think a lot of these shows are going to sell out, actually, come into, once we get up your way as well. So oh, yeah. We've had a bunch of sellouts. People keep turning out, and it surprises me every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't be the biggest crowd, but we may we may be the loudest. We'll try. I'll try to Let's, get them fired up for it. <laughs> Let's go. I'm in for that. And lasers. Oh. Whoa, we got lasers, man. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have lasers. We just got nice lights. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> I always tell people that the first three rows might have an opportunity to get wet. You know, so did yeah. they tell you that? But when you came in and then they always, you know, <laughs> the grandma in front is like, what? Anyway, but uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you again. And may God bless your writing today. Man, that's. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Joe. No, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm excited to still be doing this after all these years. And I feel like I 
feel like a young man just getting started. That's great. Which is amazing, because I'm neither young nor getting started. <laughs> but God is good like that. That is great. Well, you can always give it up and go chase chickens again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> oh, Darren, I appreciate it very, very much. God bless you. Thank you. Any anything that 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 um, what's anything that uh, you know it's on your mind that we didn't get to? No, I think, Pro- I think I covered a lot of ground. Probably not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got there. All right. Well, have fun in the California sun, as they say, and have a I will do. Have a great day. Thanks, Darren. God bless you, man. We'll I'll see, see you. you. Enjoy. Okay. Cheers, man. All right. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.